Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Things That Matter with Marty McNabb. So if you've been listening along, or perhaps this is the first time you're watching or listening, I have been for over a decade fascinated, well, well over, almost 30 years, fascinated with the stories that get attached to photos and objects and documents, basically our personal archives or our souvenirs from our lives, our family's lives, our ancestors' lives. Yeah, so I just, it, photos of course tell, tell stories like nothing does in a lot of ways, but I've also found that objects can hold fascinating stories that can offer us a little insight, a peek, let's say, into somebody else's life and to know a little bit more about the things that matter to them. So today I am thrilled to have a new friend, a new connection join me. We had the wonderful opportunity of meeting at Camp Indy. And I think some of you have already heard about that before, but I'm a member of the Location Independent Community, uh, AKA Location Indie. And it's a community that encourages people to think differently about their lives, to consider how they want to create them. So do they wanna travel full time and keep a quote unquote regular job as a remote worker? Do they want to travel and do travel full time and be a travel blogger or some other type of independent um, travel related person or digital nomad, so to speak? Or do they want to be a part time person like me who lives in a van on uh, four months out of every year? There's really a absolutely unlimited ways that you can live a location independent life. And so once a year, I think we're going to be meeting in um, Kent, Connecticut at Camp Getaway for a weekend of location indie um, activities and events. And so I had the opportunity this time to offer a things that matter or my other, how I called it before, show and tales. I offered a uh, workshop where people could bring their photos and things and tell their stories. And the first person who showed up, she was the first person that was sitting down next to me was my guest today, Hannah Whitesides. And she was just so adorable holding on to this thing that mattered. And I couldn't wait. I had to wait though, because I didn't want her to tell the story of this thing until other people got there, more people got there. So without really further ado, I am gonna turn it over to my guest, Hannah, to uh, show us the object that she brought and to share its story. So take it away, Hannah. Hi. Hi. Yeah, so um, when Marty uh, came up to the front and said that she was going to be hosting this this little workshop, I was so excited because I actually, when I was packing for Camp Indy, I wasn't really planning on bringing this, but then like last minute, 
I was like, you know who would like this? Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to share this at all, but if I do, like, I know these people are the people that are going to appreciate it, you know, like more so than just like, you know, my friends or whatever who really don't like travel that often. So this is my object. <laughs> so um, this started out, well, my brother got this for me, this journal for me before I went to study abroad for a semester in Italy. And because, I mean, I've always loved to write. And so he got this for me. And I, you know, I didn't know what it was going to turn into at the time, but I'm still using it to this day. Now, the thing is, I kind of had to figure out my way of doing things. You know, like when people try to travel journal or, you know, document their trips, they always say like, okay, I went here, I did this. Well, that's not fun to write about. That's not fun to read about. <laughs> and so how do you like, cause my roommate, she said, I tried for three days and then I was just a bit bored and I stopped. Like, well, yeah, because you're not writing about the things that matter, right? You're, it's, you know, you have photos that you went to the Coliseum, right? But you don't, you don't remember how you felt, how hot it was that day. You know, like the little things that, that really just take you back. And so that's what I, I found that meaningful travel writing is how you build something that's so like remarkable and that you love to read back. So I'm just going to show, I, I, I kind of got in my flow a little bit. So I also love to do like art. It's really like cathartic. So I just like, I started out with this um, and I just kind of, I started to, I did a mood tracker for when I, um, for my, semester oh uh, this is my like departure arrival information of that semester um so some journaling here um let's see this is my class schedule oh <laughs> um this is my front door <laughs> uh we we lived at via venezia cinque um in florence italy so that's a that's just a drawing of my front door. Oh, um, wow. Some things, what I've learned from living in Italy, <laughs> skills, what I love, things I hate, just <laughs> some of these, you know. I love I do. things you love <laughs> and things you hate. Yep. Um, yeah, like, because it's just, it's so interesting to read back, like, um, like things I hate, for example, there's no cheddar cheese. <laughs> like, I had no idea. <laughs> And it's your favorite. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, so, and then I, I do these quotes, you know, 10 years from now, make sure you can say that you chose your life. You didn't settle for it. Mm. Some reminders, you know, um, I do a lot of her. So these are just things <laughs> from my, you know, just some art, some writings. So then, a oh, weather tracker. <laughs> but so then, you know, I started traveling a lot because in, in Europe, everything is so close. You'd be like, it would be a disservice not to take advantage of the railway systems and, you know, the, like how cheap it is to pop from one country to the next when you're in, when you're in Europe for an extended amount of time. Right. Absolutely. So I was trying to figure out how to, I wanted things to be, I wanted it to, I'm a, I, I, I organize like 
everything has to be organized. Like I'm just that type of person. So I was like, I didn't want things to be just like, just like popped in there for, and it's just like a mess. So I kind of found, found a little flow. So on one page I would do like, this was just my first one, but Vienna, Austria, yeah. I would write about it. And then I would have these souvenirs. So Budapest ah. and then these souvenirs. So it just keeps going like that for the entire, like the, oh. basically the rest of it. Oh, right. wow. Yeah. I love that flow. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really nice because it's like, Ooh, well, what's next, you know? <laughs> right. Oh, and then I, and then I stopped traveling for a little bit. I had a little catch up. Um, also talking about how horrible my flight was back from Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just some more art. Right. Um, <laughs> And oh. then we entered flow again. Oh. And then, so I did this throughout the semester, right? And then I got, got to the end of the semester and I, um, I wanted to, I wanted, I knew I wanted to keep my journal, right? I wanted to keep working on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I also wanted there to be an ending to this Florence because like I, I wrote about all of the things during my my uh, semester, but I never really wrote about Florence itself. Like I had oh. wrote about all of the other places that I had been during the semester. Oh. So I sat down one day and I really thought about it. And I, so Florence. Yeah. And then I wrote my end of semester kind of. Oh. And then here's where all of my souvenirs from Florence oh yeah this is my uh, student ID <laughs> <laughs> that was my this this is my favorite cafe to study in Ah. Uh, um this was my these cookies are amazing and they're so good with with just like an espresso or like a cappuccino like oh, so good um can you get those here I've never seen them See what that with cheddar. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, uh, that was my print center card. I had to go to a specialist in uh, Italy. I got like, yeah, it was really bad. I got like a really bad ear infection and I had to end up going to a specialist. And the, the only person that spoke English, it was just one doctor. And like, I didn't know when I entered the the specialist office, well, because the, um, the school nurse or doctor couldn't help me so he was like here you go you gotta go to this person when I entered they they did it so differently like just like the doctor's offices they did it so differently I was yeah. so confused I was like I, and everything's in Italian it's like yeah. I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> like I don't know what I'm doing and then finally just the English doctor came out and got me and I was like oh thank you <laughs> yeah that was my like referral yeah uh, your referral yeah this oh, is my, what I got my um stay like information so like oh. my roommate my uh address oh, all these no. things and my schedule again the schedule oh yeah. wow. and then the conclude I did a conclusion from the guide that we got when we first got there oh I cut it out yeah um and then I put the end oh wow and then I kept going when I started traveling again so again. and I got more creative with my art I can see like the the differences from the beginning right. and then like <laughs> wow. I, I started putting more effort into the artwork because I, I love the artwork of it you know I, yes 
Yeah. And the souvenir. Oh, look at that. Yeah. It says, I want to go some somewhere where I can marvel at something. Ah. Uh, and then I just, yeah. So I um, think one of my favorites is, let me yeah, see. I have my bucket list in here. Ah, um, love it. I've got every, like, yeah, I really started Denmark, Copenhagen. Oh, look at that with the little houses. Yeah. That's neat. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's, I also, I, it, I've stuck in the back of my journal, um, artwork that I had done prior to going somewhere. And then I wasn't able to go to that place for, you know, whatever reason. So I have, but I have a little, I, I cut them out. I'm going to put them back in when I go there. So I have Thailand. Oh, look at that. I have Cambodia. Oh, that's upside down. <laughs> Cambodia. Yes. Um, and I have Egypt and England. I've been to England before, but this was before I started my journal. So journals. Yeah. Oh. So I have these little things that I'm going to stick back in once I end up going there and, um, yeah, continue it. So wow. I enjoyed creating, like, this is my, this is my prized possession. If my house is burning down, I would grab my dog and I would grab this. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I got a chance to learn it even more than at camp because we we were lucky to have at least like 10 more people share um, stories. Um, and uh, we learned a little bit more about, um, uh, you know, people were fascinated with your journal and like you said, the flow of it, the like, you know, the work that you did in, you know, the emotion, you know, like the mental, like the, like you said something about organization, right? And that everything's organized and you, the way you think and how mm -hmm. you have to do things, right? So you've done a lot of basically the executive function of figuring out how to map out a, a, a journal. Um, it, it kind of, that that flows and asks for more information than just I went here I went to the cathedral I whatever it's it's mm -hmm. like having those how did it feel what did it smell like having those little tips mm -hmm. about things like you were starting to think that way while you were creating this this Absolutely. beautiful beautiful journal right yes um now, most people when, have a hard time with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And, you know, I did at first, too, when I sat down and I started to to write, I was. I, I was like, you know, I, I don't I don't want to feel like this is a task. I want to enjoy what I'm doing. I want to be able to take myself back to that place when I'm reading it later. You know, I want to, I want to write down the things that I'm not going to remember in three years. If I just look back on this trip. Right. Right. So, um, I yeah, turn my, do not disturb, but I don't want to that, uh, ding. <laughs> okay. okay. Sorry. Yeah, um, that's okay. I understand. <laughs> so, um, I would like to just share one entry that I have from yes. it was from Florence um I read this at your yes your event. Uh, right. and I think that this entry specifically 
explains exactly what I mean when I say meaningful travel journaling, meaningful writing, meaningful just experiencing, right? Yes. Okay, so wrote this, like I said, at the end of my semester. Um, so it says, if you would have asked me to tell you about Florence in January, I wouldn't have much to say. Sure, the traditional, I could tell you about the Duomo and the brief history I knew about it, but my answer re would remain a short excerpt from a history book I read not long before. Now it has been 110 days, 110 days of assimilation, 110 days of Florence becoming a part of me and me of it. In January, I wouldn't be able to tell you how slippery the cobblestones get when it rains or the strength of the wind in the winter. I couldn't tell you that the best time to go to the market is at 7.30 p.m. on a weekday right before it closes. I wouldn't be able to claim that La Carrea is the best place to get gelato or that La Dita Artiginale is the perfect cafe for studying. I didn't know that there are still stoves that you have to light with gas and a lighter or that the water in Italy contains more calcium. I couldn't advise which roads to take in order to avoid tourists. I couldn't explain what it's like to try and understand a professor with a thick Italian accent, and I wouldn't be able to tell you how much I've learned about myself. I've lived 110 days as an observer. I felt the spotlight of being an outsider and the loneliness that comes with it, a roller coaster of emotions changing direction suddenly and without warning. I've been amazed, frustrated, anxious, excited, inspired, depressed, curious, scared, and spontaneous. I've craved both the comfort of my hometown as well as another impulsive adv adventure. I experienced the excitement of buying a train ticket to another country that departs the next day. I have felt what it's like to have a travel experience turn into a nightmare and not know what country I'll be sleeping in that night. I went to places I didn't plan on and didn't visit places I planned on. I slept in my apartment bed, on planes, a bus, some trains, an airport floor, 11 cities, seven countries, and two continents. Nothing ever went as planned, but I learned to never ex expect it to. I learned to put down my laptop and take notes on paper and how to interpret English from an Italian's perspective. I was put in a university that was exceptionally different from any other I've been to. And finally, the most important thing I learned is that patience is the key to solidarity. I've lived many years within 110 days. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. That is amazing. Thank you. Yeah. You take you take the readers on a on a trip, you know, like with you, you know, it's like a lifetime in that. And you know, yeah. people, what people and I was just thinking as I'm looking over your shoulder and I'm seeing your camp indie little mm -hmm. thing. <laughs> yep. Yep. I also have this. It's uh, <laughs> Right. And uh, a little thing. Yeah. It's just like on top of what my storage container. <laughs> I was just thinking about, you know, that um, it's not a foreign country, but maybe you can add that to your, to your um, journal. You know, I was thinking about that. Yeah, I really was. Um, but, you know, I mean, I might but I also have gained so much from Camp Indy. Like when I got home, I built, I built my own website, you know, I, I, and like, I don't, it's just, it's, it's great. I met <laughs> so many awesome people. I can't even explain it. Like it's, <laughs> it's just, it's so great. And every, everyone was so positive about, you know, my, my travel journal. And I am, I have a prototype of one that That's people are going to, I want to help people do this you know I want to I want to guide them through what it's like and you know have them create their own their own keepsake 
that is just more than a picture can say more than just like I went here I did this travel entry can say more than even a video from your trip can say like these things are something that they're like you're always going to have and remember and when you read back you just they're like when I read back a smile I can't stop you know I can't just I can't stop smiling because it's just like it just takes me back and I want to help other people do the same thing because I know that so many people have like struggled doing that yes no they don't know how so I was like well but maybe I can I can help so I'm working on um publishing my guided travel journal right now I'm in the you know the beginning stages of it but I do have my first prototype done I so, know so, yeah. you brought that too you yeah I did <laughs> and everybody was like everybody ended up encouraging you to move forward on, on <laughs> you know right yeah it was amazing the reaction I got was amazing right it's just because these and these are a lot of travelers and so you've got your target market we're there so exactly it's um yeah I do you know but first first draft right um, it's going to be in different format you know I'm, I'm learning yes but, um what I'm life already, is all about <laughs> yes exactly um but you know yeah just like the the reaction that I got from everyone was more than I could have like even thought like I had no idea that just showing showing this would lead me to building my website, like connecting with Vanessa, having Vanessa connect me with all of these people and women, like Women's Travel Fest, um, like women in publishing, all of these people who put on these events, who know what they're doing. And Vanessa's connecting me directly to those people. It's like, I cannot believe how this has snowballed so much, but I'm so thankful that it did. I know. I know yeah. too. <laughs> I I think this will be it'll go down in history. I had a one a one man show come out of a show and tales where he brought oh. uh, a a letter, a, kind of a love letter to his future uh, husband, and so that ended up and shared it. And because of the positive feedback, you know, and the opportunity to share. Uh, his story in front of, uh, you know, warm and welcoming group, he ended up moving, you know, and, and doing that. I don't know if he's done it more than once, but um, this would be that. an amazing thing if this, this you know, a- as this uh, idea of yours ends up being, you know, changed from an idea into the reality. And I can't, can't wait to see how that, how that transpires for sure so so excited I know (laughs) I did not I'm hopeful for having me also like having me here to be able to share this you know not just at Camp Indy but you know with on your podcast and everything you know I just getting it getting it out there and like seeing reactions is just all I can ask for absolutely I appreciate it my my pleasure Hannah and I had a question you said your your that that journal was gifted to you by your brother. Yes. Did your brother know what he was starting? No. I mean, yeah, he he had no he just got it for me because I, he knew I was going to study abroad and he, you know, like I did, he probably thought I was just going to use it during my study abroad and write in it every once in a while and then be done with it. 
and that is not what happened. <laughs> I'm very happy. Has he has he had a chance to see see what it's become since he yes. gifted it to you? He has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he has, and he's he he loves it. Yeah, it's you it's know. it's a work of art, and um, it's a you know it's it's soul. I love that you have quotes in there that that stand out. Um, and, you know, then you have a place like, you know, part of the work that I did for you, you may not know that, but how I got into things that matter or show and tales is because for about 20 years before I started working with people's photos, documents, memorabilia, everything they've saved or inherited in their lives. And of course, one of the things everybody, all my clients save is souvenirs and Mm -hmm foreign money and, you know, coins from and train tickets. And, you know, it's, it's such a common thing that I'd come across when I was digging through their boxes and bags and suitcases, storage units and everything like that. So having, so a lot of what I did originally was similar. There wasn't writing in it because of course it wasn't my experience Mm -hmm. and my clients, they, didn't have the time or the inclination to do what you did with writing, writing Mm -hmm. per se. So the only words that were in it were the ones that were in maybe some cards or letters or things that they saved that told part of their story that I put in, but I would make Mm -hmm. these uh, 14 by 14 leather bound hand stitched uh, uh, scrap scrapbooks full of everything that they oh I love that all those souvenirs like yeah what do you do with them like that's you know so Mm -hmm. I love the idea of um of creating this and I hope that we can continue to consider some collaborative work down the road about you know how do you store these how do you how how do you attach them to Mm -hmm. the books um if they're the souvenirs that you just want to make sure that they can they can age well let's say you know they can pass down to you know for further generations to look and and understand you better and where you came from and how you viewed life and what things matter to you and stuff like that so yeah that's a good point haven't right. thought about that yet. <laughs> and but that's I, a really good point. Right. So I and I have friends who do have our archival storage work. And so, you know, we we could think about doing something at like one of these conferences about what do you do with all these souvenirs if you don't put them in your travel journal? Yeah. And other ones, how can you hold on to them? How can you tell the story like you said yours is very similar to mine it's not mm-hmm. just a an object per se but and and everybody talks about oh i don't want it i don't want my parents things i don't want or or parents say my kids don't want my things and it's mm-hmm. like they don't want your things that don't have stories right or just like your loose leaf like like you said, like loose leaf souvenirs. It's like, well, what do you, what, then it's just going to go in the bottom of a closet someday at the bottom of the box, you know, like why yeah. keep it at that point? Right. Exactly. Then there, that's when the dumpster comes in, you know, exactly. it, it is, it's just an object. It's just a ticket stub 
and it may even the the name of where it was kind of got brushed off but you know it but your mm-hmm. kids don't know it right yeah so exactly you know so it's it's how is that gonna be passed down or you know even if it's just to your family or your friends if something happened to you as well so people know the stories of all the things that you you have because you wrote them all down so beautifully and uh i can't wait to to find out more about the the you know the idea becoming a reality and your travel journal and i'd also say you know you to consider uh, in the meantime, until like that prototype gets, gets, you know, figured out. And, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, it's a learning process and it may not be the first draft. It may be, you know, it's take, take some time, but mm-hmm. you're on the journey. Um, but in the meantime, you can, people, you can teach, teach workshops about this and teach yeah. people to go with a blank one, like your brother gave you, mm-hmm. you can teach how to do to to do their own we've got people in senior living communities you know that are doing things online or in person go to senior living centers all of these people probably not all of their stuff they brought from their other home into their their smaller when they downsized but i bet you they have some souvenirs in there I bet yeah, there's definitely. a couple of, there's a, some boxes of souvenirs in their yeah. or under their bed. And, and even if it's not while they're traveling, mm-hmm. taking them back through, you know, that experience yeah. with their souvenirs could be fascinating. So, yeah, that's a good just, point. Right. Hmm. So I see it. I, yeah, I see it going in lots, lots of ways where you can teach like it's kind of like a mini memoir in, in a yeah. way so, yeah yeah I mean yeah that's know, people that's what they, it is. they do keep their their stuff like usually just in like one box under their bed or just you know in their closet or something and yeah. um yeah I mean I could just imagine just going through that box with somebody and then them pulling out like a train ticket or pulling out like a restaurant b- brochure or whatever like a card and just like remember be like oh I remember we went here and did that like this place had the best pasta like exactly yeah it's like they they will remember these things and putting them somewhere safe and documenting them you know it's never too late it's It's never never too late late. no and then these things some of these things can be put in a form format that Mm -hmm. can then be passed down because that's um as I think I talked to you that the goal of of show and tales or things that matter has always been about building deeper connections mm-hmm. um, with ourselves and with one another community and legacy. Because I think that has a huge impact on the isolation and loneliness that so many people are feeling in, in this country and um, around the world. So mm-hmm. I think this is a, a this is a wonderful gift. You've got a wonderful gift, and I'm looking forward to perusing your brand new <laughs> website and uh, looking to join you on your journey. And I'm looking forward to sharing uh, uh, this story and your work in the world, your important healing work in the world, with my audience. So thank you. Thank you very much, Hannah, for joining me and to all the look and listeners who are watching or listening to this 
YouTube channel or podcast. I thank you for joining us as well. And I just want to encourage you to take a look around your space and your even the space that of your friends and your family members. And as Hannah and I were just talking about, it's amazing the stories that get attached to the things that we surround ourselves with and that our loved ones surround themselves with. And so take an opportunity maybe sometime to just ask them what this, this thing means. Where did it come from? Why do they have it up on their shelf or their mantelpiece? Or why even wearing? It's the stuff that we wear too every day, right? So it can be a hat. It doesn't have to be anything of huge monetary value. As my friend Bill Shapiro and Naomi Wax in their book, What We Keep, found, our hearts aren't accountants. It's we we care about the things, you know, that that touch our hearts, that make us remember our 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 experiences. So yes, things don't matter, but it's the stories that get attached to them that do. So please come back and listen again. Share with your friends and your family and your followers. And if you'd like to be a guest on Things That Matter with Marty McNabb, please reach out to me at marty at showandtails.com. Of course, how you can get a hold of Hannah is uh, through her brand new website, which will all of this stuff will be in the show notes. And um, one last word from you is, are you on any social media that people can follow you on? Yes, I, I am. So I have two Instagrams. One is just um, that I, when I started a long time ago, I put regular pictures and stuff in my life. And then I have my um, travel Instagram. So I put I, I do a little bit of um, blogging and stuff on through my captions and stuff. So my regular Instagram is Hannah Whitesides underscore. And my travel Instagram is led by the landscape with underscore. So led underscore by underscore the underscore landscape. <laughs> oh, I love that. Led <laughs> by the landscape. That's wonderful. <laughs> well, thank you again, Hannah, for joining and everyone, all of this information. We're not expecting you to be able to write it down from listening to it. Um, it will all be in the show notes. So until next time. Thank you, everyone, and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you.